You're going to eat that sandwich? Are you really going to do that right now? <laughs> How's the audio quality when I eat my sandwich? Oh, dude, it sounds perfect. You, you it's like ASMR. I was thinking that could be a good direction for this podcast. <laughs> we've, been, we've been struggling to grow organically. So maybe we turn to a little bit of the bells and whistles technique. I'm Connor. <laughs> Kirk. Welcome to our corner. If you uh, if you don't want to hear us talk about alumni weekend, you really should not listen to this episode. But please do enjoy. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you too. You started today with a workout. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Tell me about it. Okay, what did we talk about the last time we were on this this old pod? We talked Remember about. I say we get in this weird mind space where it's like new job, yeah. new me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never gonna eat bread. The seven again. day cycle, as I call it. Yeah. Um, never gonna I eat worked bread out this again. <laughs> I worked out on a Saturday morning, and it's a lot of stress to put your body way. under. But okay, made my day way better. I get why people do it. Yeah. But I thought in the middle of it, I was like gonna be tough to convince myself to do this again like yeah. next week yeah that's exactly what goes through my brain it's like <laughs> might not set that alarm look, this is great but i can't do it forever <laughs> like, yeah just crazy to think that like some people wait tell them the workout their... there what's that tell them the workout oh so i got a, like a close buddy gavin katie aspiring to join the uh the armed forces the teams especially the aquatic ones yes and He's just been trying to get as jacked as possible for like a year now or since he graduated college. In, yeah, last May. so like a year now. So the uh, one of the SEALs who I believe was a part of the uh, like Operation Red Hawk or whatever that Lone Survivor movie was based off yeah. of. Michael Murphy. Um, yeah, Michael Murphy. He was oh, yeah. That's right. So yeah, so he was killed in combat and as like a tribute to him. Um, a lot of the military community does a workout called the Murph, which I guess was his favorite workout. It's a mile run, a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred squats, yeah. and then another mile run. Yeah, and you're supposed to do it all wearing the uh, the weighted vest, like weighted bulletproof vest thing. Right, the plates with the out. plates, the Kevlar plates or whatever in the yeah. yeah. Um. So I tried to join Gavin with it this morning. I did as much as I could. It uh, turns out it was actually Michael Murphy's birthday today. So it was, oh, uh, good. It was a tribute, but we uh, we found that out this morning before he started. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a good way, good way to start the Saturday. Yeah. But it feels does not feel sustainable. <laughs> working, dude, working that hard is not sustainable. <laughs> it felt, yeah, I don't know. It just felt hard. But yeah. I will say, I expected today to be like a wash because of it. Right. It's been the opposite. The opposite. Full of energy. Yeah. Good mood. Yeah. Talk to, you know, a lot of phone calls. Yeah. To catch up with people. Yeah. Um, I have one other exciting uh, story from today. I went to go tour the first house. No shit. Yeah. So we got our first, uh, our first acceptance for a tour. Our first acceptance to apply. Acceptance for a tour. <laughs> Literally, like that's like that's how hard we're. That's trying how cutthroat the San Diego 
apartment housing market is right like, now. Actually, you request to a tour and you request to apply. You, so this, you apply this, to request for a, a application. <laughs> this woman graciously accepted my tour request. And it was uh, it was in Carlsbad, so it probably wasn't going to be really like realistic for us to move in there anyways. Just because it would be really far for uh, miles working down in UTC. Good to get the reps like in, though. Minute, you know? be like a 30 minute. Yeah, so it literally was just a rep thing. <laughs> but Miles nor Connor wanted to join me, so I went solo. Yeah. I'd never done a house tour before. I assumed it was like an open house. But it was actually just the family that's currently living there just kind of like let me into their Saturday morning. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like the husband and wife and the six-month-old baby and the three-year-old son are just doing their shit. And I'm just kind of like walking around their space. It was super – You're like, you're, like for me, I, you're gonna I get, felt uncomfortable. <laughs> you're going to get the barf stains out of the carpet, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, there. I was just like, this is like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to be like, you mind if I look in the bedrooms? Like, that's your bedroom, right? Like, right. I don't know. They like they cleaned up and the place looked uh, nice. Hi, but, uh, hi, Mister H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was in there. Yeah, I was in there, and the the baby really caught me for a surprise. Because um, you hate kids. Just, no, the woman was just like, say hi, like say hi, and I was like, oh my I, god, I know this is gonna be a part of it. That is so different from <laughs> apartment searching in the TL. But keep going. Yeah. So basically, um, we got we got played by the pictures, like absolutely played. That's why they, you tore. Exactly. But they've done. I think the new the new like trick in the real estate world from you know my my five weeks of surveying it is people will just spend like ten grand making a super sick looking kitchen with just like you know the white tile, the black accents, black sink, black drawer handles, white drawer panels, blah, 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 a nice vent over the stove, and everything else is just, like, 45 years old, right. but the kitchen looks really good, and in the picture, it's, like, it looks like the kitchen's 900 square feet itself, Right. and then I got there, and I was like, oh, that's weird, the kitchen shares, you know, when you leave the kitchen, you walk into the first bedroom that doesn't have a window in it, it's windowless. Just a bomb shelter in the middle of the house? <laughs> <laughs> just... I was like, this isn't, you can't put an adult in here. You know, none of us could live in here. This is a closet. The baby, it was fine for the baby. Right. Maybe. I don't even know. Is it even okay if they yeah. have light? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so overall, I mean, kind of a swing and a miss, but it made me a little nervous about like, for our price point, like, are we going to get it? Are we going to get a place that we're not stoked on? And what's the price point? Roughly? We're saying like 4,500 bucks for the three of us. Which is a good price point for three people. Because that's what we're looking I think so. That's what, because... Gainer and Blake and I are going to move into an apartment next year. Yeah, I just found out this from Blake. Yeah, so that's going to be the... I feel like you were keeping it from me. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> I know how you feel about Blake and... <laughs> Dental students, freeloaders. <laughs> Government money, you know the whole deal. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, Blake, I know you listen. <laughs> no, I'm joking. The, the, yeah, I think it's just a steel trap. San Diego right now it's so hard to move into because everyone our age wants to be there um like my first thought by the way it was alumni weekend last weekend uh, so we can recap that but yeah. the one the one major thought I had when I was back in Santa Barbara was god is it beautiful here god is life just so relaxed here like actual like Mesa and even like towards downtown so nice it's beautiful. It, 
it's like pretty crushing because just about it was just like like you don't I didn't know how much I was gonna love it until I left you know and then it literally made me rethink like do I need to move out of the city do I give up this <laughs> do I give up this stand-up career and I just like be happy <laughs> in a nice place it'd be so easy to be in Santa Barbara <laughs> yeah. dude I was shocked to hear that it's so affordable I thought Santa Barbara would be like SF rent times two and it turns out it's not at all no SF rent is like well San Diego rent now sounds like it's higher than SF rent I mean, yeah. we're living here for roughly fourteen hundred bucks each, Dana and I, in a two bedroom. And you're looking for a three bedroom. Now you're also looking for a house, but yeah, that's the high end of our. I think we could get. I think we could get something as nice as your place at the same price point. Yeah, like, I think apartment wise, it'll be the same. Yeah, um, but in terms of demand, like I still think. But like, if you want to live in an, like an actually good, like a good spot, <laughs> like a nice place. <laughs> no, it's just like it's like I feel like I don't know how hard it was for you guys to like. It seems like you guys had a lot of options. Is what I'm saying. Uh, definitely more options than it sounds like you have. Uh, like we, like I, regardless of what the photos show, like I'll call the person and be like, can we just come look at the house? Right. And they almost always go to voicemail and never call me back. But that's the game. That's the hustle. You just got to keep going. Cause eventually you'll or catch someone up or you can give up. <laughs> that's a good point. Well, at home forever. So alumni you gotta, weekend, you got to slap yourself at some point. Alumni weekend was amazing. The yeah. Mesa was amazing such a call have you ever been the mesa before that was my first time uh yeah we typically stay in the mesa mm, not that far into the mesa though that was like proper proper um like i didn't even know it was even like its own it's like its own little small town next to santa barbara they had a vons yeah they had everything um gorgeous weather the house i mean the first night you can you can tell the story about the first night but the uh so the house was a two bedroom one bath I believe they call it a lockout. Is that correct? Yeah. A lock-in, maybe? Depends how you look at it, I guess, from which side of the door you're on. Right. But between our two-bed, one-bath unit and the owner's however many bed, however many bath unit, all that was separating us was a locked door they had locked on their side so that we could walk into their property. Yeah. So six of us were staying there, um, you know, socializing and late at night when we came yeah when we so when we came back the first night on thursday night we came back at like twelve thirty or 1 in the morning and we hadn't even started like we weren't even being party crazy or anything we literally just walked in we saw a couple of the people that were staying there that we hadn't seen since you know whenever a couple months and it was just like excited greetings what up dude so good to see you right. how was the drive-in whatever three minutes later woman comes down knocks on the door Turns out to be the Airbnb owner. She's like, read the sign. Like, Please read the sign. <laughs> Did you answer the door? <laughs> no, it was, uh, I think it yeah, might have been Shield. Or... Yeah, it was Shield. Yeah. Good good guy to have at your door. Yes, seriously. He fucking got out of his chair immediately, too. Yeah. Good for him. That's the firefighter in him. Or exactly. lifeguard in him. He was taking care of us. Um, yeah. And so she, the sign said, don't make noise after 7 p.m. or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, so we were violating that rule. And we were like, all right, cool. That's like that's reasonable. It's one in the morning. We're it's a Thursday. It's not even the weekend yet. Like right. we'll shut up. So we're still there's probably eight of us in the house. Um, the six of us there and a couple of people just stopping by. And so we're just we're legit having a conversation at this level. <laughs> and it's like Connor, it's so good to see you. I'm like what you know? What are you guys trying to do tomorrow morning? <laughs> we're like whispering, and it's works because there's seven of us or eight of us right. or whatever it is. Like three minutes later, like bang, bang, bang on the door. Like five more kids from alumni weekend, and then like ten kids 
the younger kids that are still at UCN, UCSB come in with like the handle of tequila and like all the energy in the world, just like so ready to like post game at our house, figure it out. Yeah. And yeah, we just like they came in and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the kids um, and the younger, the college kids were, they were spazzing, dude. They were. I mean, it's the first time I've seen the alumni. Dude. I know. They're I know. Stoking. I know. And, I, and then I felt like a fucking dick for being like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, because it's. Yeah, it was, a, dude, it was a tense way to, it's, a tense way to reunite. It's such a bad look, too, on the first night with your landlord. Because, like, all they're thinking is, like, a fucking weekend of this shit. Like, my property's going to go, like, they're going to trash it. All the So, if you can make it through the first night, then at least there's a level of, like, okay, well, they're only here for two more days. Or they're only here for one more day. If they, like, they had every right to throw us out on the first night. So, I was just, like, and I've heard those stories where you literally get oh, evicted the first totally. night and you're just, like, on the street, like, sleeping in cars until you figure out a hotel the next night. We don't get our money back. Like, fuck that. So. Dude, and we like she was nice enough to just politely tell us like this isn't okay. Please stop doing this. Yeah, like every, she was in the right completely there. Yeah, she would have been even more in the right to come down to come back fifteen minutes later and been like, "Why are there seventeen people yeah. in this?" It was realistically probably six hundred square feet. Yeah, like it was a very small unit. Yeah, um, beautiful though. So we were just like she could yeah she could have easily just come back down and been like all right get your shit and go like right. I'm not gonna deal with this for. Another three nights. Right. But fortunately, um, yeah, no, it didn't happen and it was fine. But the, um, the place was, the place was a squeeze. Yeah. I think mostly one bathroom makes any, like regardless of how many beds there are, one bathroom makes it a squeeze. Yes. Like we probably ran that shower for two hours straight yeah. every single morning. Yeah. Just getting six guys in and out of there. Together. Separate. It's <laughs> <laughs> only so two, many towels. three at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i i mean so anyway we we got the, i mean and they also wanted people to go to i back to iv that night at like three four in the morning they wanted them to stay up all night i mean it was it, it was that it was that first night excitement but i knew i knew it was a long weekend i'm so glad that i did not get swayed to go out yeah and you were trying to persuade everyone too so it's good on you to kirk dude I don't know if we want to rehash this. <laughs> well, Kirk, uh, Kirk is brilliant. No, I got to tell the listeners something. Because you, okay. you are brilliant in a certain way. It's impressive. It's impressive what you did that night. Because basically, right, uh, you can picture it. There's all these different forces. There's the younger college kids. There's half the alumni that are like, dude, we have to go to IV. It's our first night. We got to party. Right? So there's like all these forces pulling the small minority of us that don't want to go into IV at four in the morning, trying to get us out of the house. And everyone was like attacking like whoever they could to be like dude come on you gotta go like you're my boy i thought you were my boy blah 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 like all that bullshit and then somehow and this is not the first time this happened kirk was able to fucking judo position myself in the market very well (laughs) able to corner the market judo move himself into a situation where it was like my fault that he wasn't gonna go down to ivy Hundred percent. I was like, guys, trust me. I would. I'd be the first. I call an Uber there. I want to. But I'm not going to leave Connor and Danner and Miles back here. I can't do that to them either. I'm. You know, I've got responsibilities both ways. Well, it was brilliant too, because then they're like, dude, like, like it was like you were on their team, but you. I didn't have to deal. No, because you knew that I wasn't going to fucking budge. So you, it was like brilliant. You could talk as much. You could bark as much as you want, knowing that I was never going to give up. 
I was never going to like lose my spine and go down to fucking IV at four in the morning. So, it was three in the morning, but how, how and you, yeah, your, what was your idea? You were like, dude, we're going to stay till 5am. We'll go home. My plan. So my thinking was we we're having this conversation at like two 30 and yeah. I was like, dude, it's already two 30 anyways. Like right. tomorrow's not going to be a good, like no one's going to feel good tomorrow morning. Yes. Everyone's going to feel equally good at noon when we when we all collectively go to lunch or go to IV and whatever and start, and like start the day. Yeah. yeah, have a beer, have a coffee, figure it out. But no one's going to feel good between the hours of 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. So you might as well just get, you know, get this night out of the way, you know. Serve your time. You, is everyone hearing this? How convincing is he, dude? It's so hard. <laughs> it's so, like, in the moment, dude, I was... I, I wasn't showing it, but I was fucking close to flipping. But And, you know, if you flipped too, I mean, Miles would have flipped in a heartbeat. We all would have. Daner would have been excited to go, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he had to, like, pretend like he didn't want to go. But he knew. Dude, he was I, like, oh, that sounds horrible, everyone, right? Everyone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How much do we hate this idea, right, everyone? Yeah. Or just. Connor, you still Connor? You said no, right? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to be a fucking bummer. To everyone but miles and i were on the same page but everyone totally. everyone followed after you they're like yeah well connor's not going so like we're not gonna go and then if like but like if connor goes dude, we're all on board like we're taking the same uber but unfortunately yeah. connor doesn't want to go was- he he hates fun uh he's not excited to see you guys apparently you guys have drifted in friends so he doesn't care <laughs> yeah. i was like dude haven't talked on the phone in a while yeah. i was losing uh, support from the people that agreed with me i was like dude this is <laughs> fucked up but i held strong and i think uh well, the, the result of that night was that everyone left our Airbnb at like two thirty. Right. They got to they got to IV at like three. Try to call an Uber at three thirty to go home, home immediately. No Uber drivers at three thirty. That was a variable we didn't consider. Just and like, then they got stuck until five. <laughs> Later, dude. Blake, Blake slept on a, a couch at Chapter for like an hour. Got home at like six thirty. Door was locked. I mean, just miserable. Slept for three yeah, hours. R- real nightmare. Real nightmare. Real, real life nightmare, nightmare stuff. Plus, you know the anxiety I get when it's like I'm leaving my house to go 25 minutes away, the last Uber of the night. Into like, that, does that not sound like a living hell? Anyways, anyways. So that was the first night, and then so Thursday. That was Thursday. Then Friday, we went straight into IV. Hung out in IV. Tossed a little bit, like the good old days, even though we never tossed when we were there. Uh, we pretended like we liked it. And then went into – or went to Sam's first. Sam's was really fun. Just hit all the local spots. Got a flat top. Yeah. Yeah, how was that flat top, by the way? I mean, I've never honestly been a diehard flat top guy. Yeah. They check my box and make me feel like shit when that's the goal. Yeah. But that wasn't even the goal that morning. Like, I well, it wasn't even, like, hungover. I didn't feel bad. I was just, like... It was, like, I don't... Why am I doing this? <laughs> literally. Like, I only... I split it, too. It's so only half of one. In the last bite, I was, like, I can't even look at this thing, dude. Really? Push it off the counter. Yeah. They also changed... They changed the ranch, so that's... So... That's something... They lost my know. business. Let's just say that. No. It was free, though. So they... And they answered the phone. Free ranch, and they answered the phone. So, by the way, the flat which, top uh, is... We've explained it on the podcast before, but it's it's fried chicken, eggs, uh, fries, and buffalo sauce. Buffalo sauce wrapped in a tortilla, pressed. I don't even know if it has fries. Does it? It probably does. I think it does. But 
cheese. It's from Deja Vu, that place where the Gaucho Burger is from. So Saturday night comes around. We can jump right to this if you want. Um, Let's walk through it. Let's let's walk through Friday, then we'll get get to it organically. Yeah, Friday was... uh, Such a good day. Such a good day. I haven't spent that much time in the sun in a year. Like It was a proper four hours just sunbathing. Yes. Hanging out. Seeing both the people we came with, like both our friends from college and also the older kids, the younger kids, like everyone you wanted to see. It was like, it was nice too. Couldn't feel any of like the party pressure that I felt like other times during that weekend where it's like, oh God, like maybe I don't want, maybe I don't want to, you know, rage right now. Right. I just want to chill. And this was like, if you want to chill, dude, sit down and chill. Yes. No pressure anyways. Yes. And then, yeah, other friends showed up. Um, that was my favorite. That was my favorite alumni weekend yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then we go back to our Mesa house. Um, and then what did we do Friday night? We went to Joe's. Oh, cafe. that's right. That's right. We went to Joe's cafe, saw a bunch of alumni. That was a great night. Um, I, yeah, I have some regrets that night. Just that I, I feel like I missed both. I missed both cars that night. Yeah, there were a couple key decisions that I was on the right side of every time. First one was going into IV on Thursday night. Second one was, do we stay at Joe's or do we go back into IV tonight? Well, and the first decision was, do you go to downtown at all or do you go straight to oh, yeah. IV? Because a handful of our friends just didn't do any downtown time. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like from the pregame, are you going downtown or are you going to IV? And everyone who went downtown was like, We'll go into Ivy, or most of them. I was pretty much never on the Ivy. That was a, I, I pretty much had a verbal promise going into the night, though, that I was going to. You made a couple verbal promises point. that uh, you, you didn't keep. I think I held them. What was the first one? Do you remember? First Did one I was go if you went. First, no. The first promise was to Blake, and you broke that promise. Oh my god, I was genuinely worried. You should apologize no, to him I, on the podcast publicly. I apologize in person, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize wherever he'd like me to apologize. <laughs> Basically, the first night he was the one who was like, "Dude, like I'm getting wrapped up, I'm getting wrapped up in the in the scene right now. Right. Like going to IV at three in the morning is a lot." And he was like, "Kirk, are you there?" And I was like, "Blake, I am there." Once Connor gets in this Uber, like we are right behind you guys. Is that what you said though? Or it did... was. I think it was along the lines. Did you make it contingent on me? Because I'm pretty sure with Blake, it was no, dude. I'll fucking you're going. I'll go. I think it was – I don't think it was that much, but I think it was like, dude, I'm trying to go. Yeah. Really, though? So, either way, either way, I left him. And he, you know, he gave me a phone call and was like, you guys in the Uber Be- yet? Best, best phone call of all time. Best, you most guys, enjoyable conversation I've ever seen secondhand. <laughs> you guys on the way or is trouble getting an Uber? <laughs> so that was tough for everybody involved. But, uh, no, that verbal promise on Friday was that – because it was, yeah, like you were saying, half the kids wanted to go straight to IV. And I kept saying, like, it's really not that big of a deal. One of us is going to have more fun than the other, and then we're all just going to go to wherever that person is. Right. Like, we can just figure it out later. And they made it sound like they were having a ton of fun. I was honestly having a really good time downtown, but I left, Ubered there, spent a million dollars on an Uber, got there, had a fine time, saw some people I wasn't going to see otherwise, so I'm mm-hmm. happy I did that. Mm-hmm. Like an hour later, Ubered back downtown. Right. Spent another million dollars. Right. <laughs> and felt poor the whole time. <laughs> and I, I texted Connor, you and Blake stayed. 
like, dude, everything's gone better since you guys left. Not because you guys left, but pretty much the exact moment you guys left. Like, we saw everyone we wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was shoulder unfortunate. Shoulder. It was unfortunate. It seemed like, like, not only that, not only were the older kids there that I didn't even know were in town that weekend, it was like people had come from IV from our year to, like, come hang out downtown. So, like, ships in the night. With you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was kind but of funny you can't too. Be on the right side of every coin toss, you, you know, can't. It's gonna, you can't. You absolutely cannot. That's uh, gonna happen sometimes. Yeah. So then Saturday morning, I woke up horribly hungover. Saturday morning was my roughest morning by far. Um, yeah, and the, that was noticeable. Luckily, we had a brunch reservation to get us out of the house. We went down to Blue Water Grill downtown Santa Barbara. Quite we, a nice place. Great place. I took an Uber with Blake. And Blake, you're getting a lot of shout outs this episode. I took an Uber with Blake. He called the Uber because um, we had gone to get a coffee and a snack because we were just both pretty hungover. And I was like, I need like a Diet Coke, something to calm these nerves. And so we Ubered from the Starbucks in Montecito or in uh, the Mesa down to Blue Water Grill. And he calls the Uber. We get in the Uber. He's chatting up the Uber driver. Nice guy ever. We get out of the Uber. Uber drives away. And Blake's like, I left my phone in the Uber. So now we're in a situation where the only record of the Uber ever being called is on his phone, and it's in the Uber that just left. <laughs> so I was like, Crisis. I was like, that is a fucking conundrum. I don't even know how to start to solve this puzzle. And then I went and sa- and then this is where I felt bad, Blake. I hope it didn't bother you, but I would like I came inside and I was like immediately like, oh, this is hilarious, and I just like dropped it as like a joke. Meanwhile, he's like mid pain of like. I can't drink until I have my phone. Like, I'm not losing my phone. It's expensive. Like, the panic is... He's mid-panic, and I'm just like, how fucking hilarious is this? He lost his phone in the Uber that he called. He's never getting that back. And then... No, and the uh, joke's killing inside, yeah. too. Like, people are, like, cannot believe what a situation Blake just got himself into. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then... Uh, but in a way that only Blake could solve the situation, he just understood all... Like, the only different possible outcomes... He was like, I can either A, forget about my phone and just party and get like, and just hope it works out later in the weekend. Not doing that. Bad too, idea. Too irresponsible. Bad idea. He's like, B, I can not drink until like hours later when I can get back a hold of him, you know, log into an email or confirmation or something, give him a call, set up a time to meet him, the whole deal. Or option three i can wait outside on a prayer on the sidewalk and hope that he tries by again and sure enough he's waiting outside of blue water grill and like he recognizes the car driving crosses the street the car is driving i don't even think he's driving by to drop off the phone he's just driving by the main strip that that runs along the water and he blake waves him down he's like i like you have my phone he's like oh yeah i do i just found it in the back back seat hands it back to him like and then he comes in and has like mimosas with us and I was like, dude, that is awesome. I'm glad the story ended that way, or else I would have felt yeah. like a real dick for laughing at him, you know? The uh, funniest part of the story is someone goes, uh, <laughs> it's like, Blake, just keep calling Ubers and canceling them until you find the guy. Like, there's only so many drivers. <laughs> They're like, no, no, legit, take my phone. Just, call, I mean, just, I don't know, what is it, take 20, 25 Ubers until you find the guy? Like, <laughs> Just wait until he fucking... Just, like, literally pure manpower. Just keep calling them. I mean, it's... No, he, I'm going to find him at some point. The reason I was so impressed is because the temptation in that situation is to cut your losses and to be like, I'm not going to get it back anytime soon. I'm not going to wait on the sidewalk. There's no way that's going to happen. Uh, 
But he was like, oh, I don't know. Would you have done that? So we lost my sister's phone at the Chats concert like two weeks ago. Oh, that's sick. And Chats. she, her purse was, it was like a little zip up purse thing, like super small purse, literally just phone and car keys were in it. Yeah. And in the middle of just the pure mosh mayhem, her purse became completely unzipped and both her phone and her car keys were just like spit onto the floor of this like borderline metal concert. Like people were properly like I'm shoving and moshing. So leave like, me yeah. alone. It was like the, the most hectic scene. I haven't been to a lot of concerts like that, but it was the most hectic concert I've been to in that, in that sense. Right. And her phone, she's like, holy shit. Like pulls me out of the crowd. and is like, dude, can you look on the floor and see if you can find my phone? I was like, Kristen, that's a bummer. But like your phone, if you do find it, will be in 1 million pieces. <laughs> like it's going to be like an actual flat Stanley situation. So I was like, honestly, probably just forget about it. Right. We'll figure something out. Uh, no need to worry about it right now. Right. Ten minutes later, the show ends. And at this point, she only knows that she lost her phone. And Lori's like, Kirk, you should just stay in the crowd. Like people are people are holding up like shoes and earrings and like wallets, anything they found on the floor of the mosh. They're kind of just holding it above their head. Which is kind of a cool community thing. That really the, cool. Uh, I was just about the, to say the that. moshers do. We take care of each other. Um, those moshers, full on. Like it was. There was like, a family in there. Yeah. Like people fall down. Everyone clears away, picks them up, and yep. just like someone just throws them right back in the mix. Yes. Um, but That's someone so just cool. holding up. It's like grateful a set dead of car energy. keys. <laughs> Someone's holding up a set of car keys. And do you remember that thing I bought my sister in Australia? That yes. little heart keychain. Yes. And you're giving me shit because I got her a key. Kraus or whatever, or what's his name? The, the uh, mouse? Cause. Yeah. yeah, Cause or whatever. Kind of a cloud god. Um, so they had that little heart thing on. I was like, holy shit, those are my sister's keys. Kristen, you didn't even know this, but here are your car keys. You lost those also. <laughs> and she was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, that's a step in the right direction. That would have been a way bigger bummer than the yeah, phone. Right. Would have been able to get in my apartment. Um, so then we're just looking around and we're like, all right, someone's going to hold up the phone in like a second here. No one held it up. No one held it up. Go to the bar. Like, has anyone turned a phone? No. And then the bartender's like, actually, we have like six phones reported stolen, f- like from tonight. Like, it's kind of getting to be like a big deal. Okay. Leave me your name and number. We'll figure it out. Like, <clears throat> it might be complicated, whatever. And Leave me your I name just and like phone texted. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my phone. <laughs> I left. <laughs> I left my phone number, and then I texted my sister's phone, just like if you find the phone, call this number. And thirty minutes go by. And I've like I've already called the Uber to leave. I'm like, Kristen, this sucks. Someone's like the find my phone isn't off. We're gonna find it. Right. We're just gonna we're gonna leave downtown without your phone though. That's the reality of the situation. <laughs> and she was like, fuck it. Like, cool. We'll All figure right. it out. Yeah. I am not tripping. Yeah. And legit, like right before the Uber shows up, I get a phone call. Bartender found it. But the whole part of that story is that there was a good bit of time where we were like, if we try hard, you gave it we're a college make try. it work out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end we were like what are you going to do? What do you, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not a detective. Yeah. This sucks, but mostly for you. So let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, he, yeah, he did, he put in the, the hard work, he rolled up his sleeves and he sat outside for a while waiting for a miracle. The miracle happened. He was rewarded. So anyways, that, that brunch at blue water was really fun. Um, because I was <clears throat> hung over to the point where it took like at three mimosas, I was like, oh, my God, I am in so much pain and drinking is not helping. I feel horrible while buzzed. This is not a good sign because usually the third drink really, if it comes fast enough, masks the hangover pretty well. But 
Then I got to drink four, and I was chilling, and I was riding. And I think we ended up going into IV to hang out at the deck. Uh, and then everyone, which was our senior house, this is where that's where the podcast started. Um, stopped at the deck for a sec, and then went to this house across Dog Shit Park called the Atrium, and we hung out there for a while, and that was really fun because that was like it, it wasn't crowded, it wasn't a party, but it was all the people that I wanted to see um, from college hanging out. Uh, and then at that point, I was like back to normal. I was like, all right, we're back in alumni weekend. So I think we went to, I went to PMH. Dude, the hard part is from <laughs> when you drink like that during the day with intentions of going out at night, at some point you're like, all right, the fun has to stop and I have to like recalibrate and get back to normal a little bit. Like I have to recenter. And so from like four o'clock to six o'clock, 6.30 every day, I was just like, Ugh. like eating food, not drinking, like just allowing the poison to soak deeper and deeper into my body so that I could like return to normal a little bit. Stomach it. Yeah. Yeah. And so at that point I went to, we went back to the Mesa pad, made our best attempt at filming a alumni weekend podcast episode, which will not be released because <laughs> we were all drunk, <laughs> probably saying some stuff we shouldn't say. Um, and then we ended up going out that night, right? We went to, EOS, which is like the only club in downtown Santa Barbara. Your favorite spot. My favorite, my personal favorite spot. Really good friends with Bix, the owner. <laughs> King, uh, King Bix, Bix King. <laughs> Bixie baby. So that was like, it was, it's a quintessential, quintessential spot once you turn 21 in IV because you start going there on the weekends and then it's also a big spot for alumni weekend. Um, so you run into people, we see people older than us few people younger than us but it was really like our crew like our year mostly dominating the space uh, which i really liked uh and but at that point i wasn't very interested in drinking and i don't think you were either because you had um you had work to do on monday so at that yeah. point i was decelerating immensely i was starting to finally feel better too which helped uh so i had like one or two drinks tatiana had a couple drinks so I got. I ended up going back to where she was staying with her, just to like say goodnight, tuck her in, and then headed back to Mesa Pad. And, and this here, is where the story starts. <laughs> this is where the story begins. Uh, so, on the way home, I am like, oh my god, you know what I need is food. And you know the one thing I haven't gotten since I've been here that I said I was going to get. The only thing on my on my mind was the Gaucho Burger. The Gaucho Burger. Holds a very special place in both Kirk and I's heart. And I knew that. And I knew that. However, I tracked Kirk. Right? Already a violation of trust. <laughs> That's for emergencies. Let's pause there. <laughs> it was it was it was a it was a it was an emergency because I knew in my head that Kirk would probably be interested in this order. And th so I tracked him and I was like, my first thought was he might still be at EOS. So it might not even be, he might not even be home for two, three hours. And I thought, no one wants a cold gaucho burger, right? So, so I, I, he was like, he's not at EOS. He's at Taco Bell. I looked, I zoomed in. I even checked Google correct. Maps. He's I correct. double checked. And I was like, he's at Taco Bell. Weird choice. He's not really usually a Taco Bell drunchies guy. I'm not. Did someone steal his phone? <laughs> that was my <laughs> second thought. McDonald's is drive through only. <laughs> we could not drive a car. <laughs> so... So I'm like, okay, he's he's handled, he's got dinner. I type in my order, gaucho burger, fries, freaking onion rings, 
extra ranch. What was, the, what was the quantity on the gaucho burger? What do you mean? The quantity. What do you mean the quantity on you the gaucho? Just ordered one. Correct. I just. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, yes, Your Honor. I ordered one gaucho <laughs> burger at approximately twelve twenty-four <laughs> in the in the Uber home, in the Uber back to the Mesa pad. So, I get back to the Mesa pad. Kirk's mid Taco Bell meal, mid Taco Bell meal, right? And I'm sitting there. We're chatting it up. It's me, Seb, Kirk, or Kirk, Seb, and I, and we're hanging out. I'm watching them eat their food. They're like, "Oh, like, dude, you should have texted us. We would have got you something." I was like, "Oh no, I got it covered. I just ordered Deja off my phone." And Kirk put his <laughs> stupid little tacos down, <laughs> his Doritos Locos tacos, and was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me, dude." You got to be fucking kidding me. You're joking, right? You're fucking joking, right? Right? <laughs> Started getting a little aggressive with me. And I was like, dude, you ju- you're literally eating Taco Bell right now. And by the That's way, I'll let, you, I'll, let you, <laughs> I'll let you tell your side of the story afterwards. I was like, you're eating Taco Bell right now. What are you talking about? Like, you're totally fine. You're like, yeah, yeah. How well do you know me? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, I know I know you love Deja. I know you want to catch a burger. But I figured, dude, you got enough food. You're a, little, you're a little frugal right now. I get it. Money's tight. I figured that, you know, it was too late. You don't have to eat two meals at 12.45 in the morning. And it turns out I was wrong to assume that, right? I guess this is the yes. argument you would make. I was wrong That's to make that. I was, as, I was wrong. Was, to, you were not in a position to assume that. <laughs> at the very least, I should have contacted you. This is your, this is your argument. So I said, well, first of all, I was like, it's alumni weekend. Dude, you can order your food right now. I bet they'll pick it up in the same. And you're like, no, it's the principal. You've upset me. We're going to be friends in the morning. But right now. <laughs> For now. It's- we're going to eat separately. I'm going to recharge the batteries. <laughs> yeah. Hang out tomorrow. No, it was, I mean, it was like the most <laughs> pressure that's been put in our friendship. <laughs> Definitely since we traveled. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So my side, of, my side of the argument is it's 2022 at this point. Whoa. Okay. You're starting on the. There has not been fees on a text message in like eleven years. (laughs) It's international, domestic. You could be texting me from, you know, anywhere in the world. I see. And it would be free. I see. Are you eating a Taco Bell? I I I know that I've never seen you eat Taco Bell in your entire life. Well, so I would think this might not. Maybe you're just tagging with Seth. Why didn't you ask me to go to Taco Bell? Because. I thought Seb and I were the only ones that were not wanting to say adios. So you made an assumption. I made an assumption that, yeah, I did. You made I, an assumption. You made an ass of you and, and me. Maybe I even texted you. Let's see. <laughs> Let's check the receipts. You did I, not text um, me. Let me answer that for you. You no, did not text no. me. You, I don't even know why I'm looking you at You absolutely it. did not text me. You went and got drunchies without me. And then I got the drunchies that you actually wanted, but didn't have the fucking balls to order yourself. Is that why you're mad? You mad at yourself? You mad at me? How about you take a look in the mirror? I did not text you. Confirmed. Confirmed. And we by the way, hey, let, me text let, me, let me just say this. One of the best gotcha burgers I've ever had. One. Okay. What, that, one. That's, that's in poor taste. <laughs> yeah, that's, really? That comment is in poor taste. <laughs> And I didn't. I lied. I didn't include ranch on the order, and they gave me two, which is sick. Like, which is pro- so dude, sick. I, I think there's been a change of management because things are looking up for them. <laughs> they got people working the phones. It's I know it's like a real business now. Their DoorDash is um, like I ordered it from IV, and it came in like 45 minutes. Incredible. 
My biggest quarrel with the entire situation is that I just wasn't texted. It's an easy text. And that hurt, right? Because we're friends, right? Aren't we friends? <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it'd be like if I knew that Dave Chappelle was playing a secret stand-up <laughs> and it was $13 that to is, ticket. Dude, that is... No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was there and I saw that you were at a different comedy club. Yeah. Oh, honestly... Was playing no, that's a fair. It was playing. Uh, what's her name? Right. Uh, I, I'm. I'm watching. What's the woman that steals all the jokes? <laughs> Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. You're Amy. Schumer. You're seeing Amy Schumer. I, I'm like. I'm like. And it, I'm like. Hey, look, man, it, you it, could leave the show right like, now. I love comedy. I want to see comedy right now. Amy Schumer is all I'm seeing. I'll just go to Amy Schumer's show. You look at my location. You're like, that's a bummer. He's at Amy Schumer, but at least he's getting some comedy. He's I'm gonna go to the show. far better comedy show, the place that he loves the most, and I'm not gonna text him. That's how it felt for you. That's your Chappelle. that's your best argument so I'm far. I'm gonna see primetime Chappelle. <laughs> that's what and in my that's, eyes. That's, that's what a Gaucho Burger to, is. Yeah. He is pri- yeah. a Gaucho Burger is primetime Chappelle. If we're equi- yeah, if we're equating it to discovered you know, our, our culinary dis- interests, discovered it sure. in college, fell in love with it then. <laughs> Some would say you know a maybe Iranian, indulged too Iranian much. Tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it was um, what I was thinking about the next morning. Yeah, like, I was raising my voice. Yeah. Like I was properly upset. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if, imagine if, like, we got text the group and we're like, "Boys, like, I grabbed everyone's car keys." Yeah. Just when you get back to the place, just jump in your car. Like, the landlord kicked us out. And like, what the fuck? I thought it was really just you, uh, Connor, and seventh place. It was. <laughs> Look, Connor got Connor did something I couldn't forgive. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it had to be discussed. I'm sorry. Yo, yeah, so, we, uh, you're right. Like, and that, I mean, it wasn't late. It was probably 1245, maybe one at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's late on the Way Saturday late over for, the 7 for the Mesa crew. Ordinance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It got, it was, it was a passionate conversation and I wasn't backing down either. I mean, it was, yeah. You felt. And like I think both sides, I mean, now that we're, now that we're removed from it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like both sides had a lot of, um, now that we had time to, to relax a little bit. Digest revisit it. Yeah. it. <laughs> no, no, no pun intended there. <laughs> Um, but I do think, I mean, your only real comeback that you, know, okay. you got me, what? you got me in my heels a little bit is that I didn't text you about leaving. Yeah. Cause maybe you were like, yeah, I'll join. Yeah. Um, no, I was stoked that Seb wanted to leave. Cause yeah, I had, I fire. think w- like one drink the whole time I was there Yeah. And everyone around me is like just getting more and more fired up. Yeah. And it was one of those things where like, is I'm coming this way? People are going that way. Yeah. Right. You're and saying pretty goodbye. soon it's like. Yeah, I can't match. I can't match the group energy. Right. And if you can't match the group energy, what are you doing there? Right. And I so. thought I would. I thought I would be rewarded for it Sunday morning, but I was not. I was. I was very hungover. I was the last one at the Mesa house, <clears throat> and I wanted to go to the. I wanted to go to the. Honestly, I kind of wanted to go to the brunch, but I was a little like, like, what if it fucks up and I have to miss my or like I'm late to my flight and it just makes the whole thing more stressful. So I just stuck with Tatiana. Had had a breakfast burrito, a really good breakfast burrito, honestly, at the Daily Grind. And then we made it to the airport. Turns out it's delayed. It could have gone to the brunch. Bummed I missed that. I don't even know what the brunch was, but... Um, oh, yeah. You guys were out of there by then. Yeah. Uh, so me and Thomas left pretty early. Do you have any more notes on Alumni Weekend? I have a story from driving home. Yeah, go ahead. Me and Thomas were driving home together. Um, we were both out of San Diego. And... We didn't get breakfast when we left. We just got up, got our shit together, like out of there by nine thirty, nine forty-five. I'd say around ten thirty, we're in like Thousand Oaks area. 
and we've agreed to go get lunch at, I forget where it was, but I was just like not paying attention, makes the exit. So now we're in LA and LA is like the worst place in the world to have to get gas or eat or anything. Right. It was just chaos, like getting on the freeway, getting off the freeway. Like if it's a block away from the freeway, you're nine minutes away from the freeway. Right. Right. So, but we need to stop to get gas anyway. So I was like, Thomas, let's just fuck around and have like a good lunch in LA. Right. Like I got work tomorrow, but I, as long as I'm just getting home in a reasonable hour, like, right. I'm not in a rush to be anywhere. Right. You ever heard of Erewhon before? No. It's a like Whole Foods walked so that Erewhon could run. Gotcha. It's a like beyond boutique grocery store, and I think there's like seven of them sprinkled around Los Angeles. Okay. And in their defense, it is a beautifully run store. Employees could not be nicer. Okay. Like produce organization is out of a magazine. Like legit, like aesthetically pleasing to look at. Like every bell pepper stacked on top of each other. Like all of the corn perfectly laid out in rows. Just everything is absolutely mint. Right. And they sell, I think what they're kind of famous for is a combination of their like hot bar where they have like chicken, brisket, pork, uh, blah 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 with like cauliflower like buffalo cauliflower uh, sweet potatoes mac and cheese whatever like all that type of stuff where you mm-hmm. just get it like for lunch but then they also have a smoothie bar and the smoothies are like not exaggerating I think Thomas' smoothie was $17 okay wow so it's like you gotta pay to play okay and so there it's like a little bit of that because the food's actually good and the smoothies are good but then they also have all of the uh, like their original like pressed juices and their original like 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 sauces and dips and shit that are again like twenty four dollars for like a twelve ounce juice or something like the prices are just disgusting. Okay, and it's been kind of a joke like since I've been going up to L A to see Lori, where I just like intrinsically if that's what this word means fucking hate that place. <laughs> where I'm like, <laughs> like in my head it's just like dude what like why people just want to go there for the clout like it seems sick like it's just right like it's friends like us who are making you know like no one's making six figures and everyone's spending 23 dollars on a smoothie like it's right. just it's like the place that traps people in la into spending money to convince other people that they're like at that point in life where they can afford to do that shit. right unnecessary for me to hate it as much as i do well said but though. something well said. it's just like one of the things i dislike about la so we go there Oh, yeah, so me and Thomas are driving down. I'm like, bro, we're in L.A., and Thomas is like, yeah, there's, like, low-key, this grocery store that, like, I always wanted to go to, and, like, it's all over TikTok, and it's super sick. Like, we got to pull up. It'd be so funny. And I was like, honestly, it would be funny because, like, I talk to Lori about this place all the time. Right. A weird amount. Like, it's weird how often I bring up how how much I dislike this place. And I was like, honestly, it would be funny. Like, let's go. Find one, we'll go to it. And it was, like, three minutes off the freeway, so it was super easy. Mm -hmm. And... We went, and again, like I said, like I think I was pleasantly surprised by it. It wasn't like the entire store was ridiculously expensive. Right. Like everything that you would buy, like Whole Foods is also an expensive grocery store, but like low-key Vons is expensive too. Like groceries are just fucking expensive in California. So it was like everything that you would buy in a Vons or a Whole Foods, those were priced the same, but they just on top of that had like the ultra-exclusive, ultra-handmade, organic, like sauces, juices, things that are $29. Like right. I can't believe anyone could even afford them. Right. So um, I was pleased to see it wasn't like they were upcharging like a gallon of milk. Like a gallon of milk still 349 Like right. that doesn't change. Right. Uh, but we went to the hot bar 
I got my food. It was fucking whatever. Like I pretty much I got chicken, really? cauliflower, and a rice ball. Chicken and cauliflower. It was Why? like they have like a buffalo cauliflower. Oh, okay, to, all right, all right. I was, sorry. I was trying to fit the narrative. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but I it was I think nineteen dollars maybe. Okay, which is well above my yes. Uh, you know my typical without a lunch. drink. And it was twenty three with a drink, and I got my ginger lemon kombucha to solve all my sins. You are such a pussy. It's insane. It's, <laughs> it's insane, the story that you're telling me. <laughs> and uh, I know, I know, a very long story for what it is. Um, but the end of the story is that we ended up getting uh, glorified chicken tenders, cauliflower, and a rice ball, which I don't really know what it was. So It was fine. So That's it justified, but it justified your original hypothesis which is that it's a waste of fucking money and time to be there this is where i was this is where i was you know conflicting with myself okay where i i was impressed that the store wasn't just a really upcharged store like if you needed some essentials you could go there like you would go to like a buy right or whatever you guys call them in san francisco like your neighborhood grocery store right that just has milk eggs and Everything's more or less. The, yeah. Yeah. It's more or less. Right. You might get yeah. upcharged with a couple of dollars, but it's not a crisis. Um, and I was impressed with how well their produce section was organized. But <laughs> it was $19 for chicken tenders, cauliflower, and yes. brown rice. And yes. Thomas got probably one of the worst smoothies I've had in my entire <laughs> life. And it was $17. And it was 14, maybe 16 ounces, but not more Were there gold shavings ounces. in it? Why was, why was it? Aesthetically speaking, it was absolutely beautiful i okay. wish i could know the name of it for our you know our really our really large la following so they can yeah. know what i'm talking about yeah but it was like pretty much just like blue swirly like that looked like it was like one of those like space sand uh things whoa that's kind of you know cool. what i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. when they like, put the sand in the jar and like make yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah i knew exactly what you're talking about um it looked like that it was 17 dollars, and it tasted like like it was undrinkable we together we drank half of it and threw it away oh my god was yeah. it just full of like really healthy shit? So that's why. No, it was just like a ton of I think oat milk or something made it or coconut milk. It was like Ugh. so creamy, like so obnoxiously. I'll creamy. take my milk from cows. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Like a like a human, like a patriot, well, like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was my story. No, I like that. It's a nice way to to round off the conversation about alumni weekend too. Because my, my I ended up just flying home and getting there. I, yeah, I got a flight home, which was dang, because uh, yeah. I drove Commission's there. Commission's coming in. Yeah, it's doing. We're doing all right. Um, but there's one more. There's one more story I had, which is kind of just a one-off story, just to end the pod, if you want, just because we're at time. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny because it was. It, it's just a story at an open mic recently. It's like it's the Alameda open mic, which is one of the best ones you can do, just because it's at a proper comedy club. Um, they film your entire set. It looks good. So basically it's just a good place to do comedy. And a lot of times there's more than just the comics as the audience. And even yep. if it's just comics, they all stay. So that's a nice little plus. So I ended up going last at this open mic. And Closer. Yeah, I did all right. I did. I, I actually did pretty well. In fact, I should get the, the tape soon. But I, I kind of like did the new material that I've been working on, which I think is like pretty solid. Um and I, I ran into a couple of comics that I knew at the, like I sat with them. It was fun. Um, and this is, this is the, the time where I got, I got off stage. Cause I basically, I told a joke that, uh, the last joke I was telling, I didn't have time to finish and it's kind of like a rough territory. So I just bailed on it and that got laughs. 
uh, and this this comic who started two months after me um, and is like my age was like, dude, so good that you knew to bail on that joke because it wasn't working. Like so good that you knew that this was like, like it, clearly the crowd wasn't getting it. They didn't think it was funny. And like you just like bailed on it. And that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, dude. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's such a good like step it, like to growing as a comedian. Like you're really learning. I just fucking that's awesome to see. And I was like, dude, this is just like a very condescending way of saying like, dude, that was really not funny that last one and i'm glad you knew that <laughs> you're so self-aware that you knew that you were that that was just going in the worst direction possible you could step out of that and that's really impressive you must have bombed a lot to know how to do that exactly dude i was like and i under i think it, i think it came from a good place but there's always like a weird edge to talking to another comic who's like trying to do their own thing um but i was like whatever he's a nice he's a nice enough guy um and like it's only not going to serve him well to act like and to talk like that to other people. Hundred so percent. Um, so, anyways, after the open mic, I go outside, and this is kind of a story of like getting too comfortable with people, um, like because sometimes I tend to do that just in order to try and be funny or whatever the case may be. Um, so I go outside, and I'm talking to the comics that I knew previously, and just like one other comic, and this. And he was, he was a nice guy. We were all just, like, shooting the shit outside of the club. And and during his set, this new this other comic that I didn't know, he's not new. But he started it with, like, like my I brought my manager here. And, like, he's in the audience tonight. And, like, and then, like, and so he, like, riffed on that a little bit and went into his set. And, like, occasionally he'd be like, hope I have a job next tomorrow. You know, like, that kind of, that kind of shtick that he was doing. And it was totally funny. I actually really liked it. And one of the comics was like, dude, that's like ballsy to bring your manager to to the club to watch you do stand up. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah like that was he's he basically it, the, the guy who had said something to me was telling this to the other comic. He's like, that's ballsy, dude. Like, I can't believe like that sounds like such a bad idea. And the guy was like, oh, no, I just thought it would be like funny. I just thought it would be like hilarious. Like, I don't know, like a funny thing. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like. Like I still, I thought it was funny, and then I stepped in, and I was like, "No, you told me you didn't think it was funny." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, you said that you didn't like that." <laughs> so like, uh, he, he didn't know me, and like, I barely yeah. know this other guy, and it was like crickets in the group. I was just like a dick, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." So I just, I, I just like stepped in too harshly, and I've been doing that a lot, where I think I can like jab people and like roast them a little, or not even roast, but like kind of like do that kind of humor like that was more not, than you would with a stranger more than i would with a stranger because like i figure we're all trying to be funny and and he it was just like like they just like brushed past it and i just felt like a total dick yeah so anyways that was that was the story where i was like okay like i, I don't know if i need to reel it in or if i should just keep pushing hopefully they'll get to know me take but like, them on that's, the chin that's you. very that's very much my humor to be like no 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 you said it was bad you said you really didn't like it and it was offensive. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that was the direction. And that's I was a funny going. joke. No, yeah. I, I think thought, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Laugh. Yeah, exactly. It's very, yeah, you would, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That was interesting to me. I made a mental note. But, um, but yeah, I feel like that's a good place to, to wrap it up. Right on the hour mark for me. Right on the hour as well. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Honor, honor.